Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Legion of the Lies. This is number 209, the 13th of April, 2019. Gather in the circle, children, for you are summoned. And here are your masters of ceremonies, Alex Garthon Marsh and Brett Heathen Dog Grissomar. The night time is the night time. The night time is here. That was a great comedy <laughs> album. It was. It was. It was really good. Follow up, not oh. as good, but for, for the time, it was great. You know. It was. It was. Well, com anyway, uh, comedy albums are a product of their time. They are a moment, and that was genius at its time. Now, I don't know. Hey, it's still fun. It's still fun. Yeah, I want to thank everyone for coming here. We really appreciate it. This is our monthly giveaway. It stream, is our monthly so, giveaway stream. So stick around. You can win a whole bunch of stuff. There is no limit to how much you can win. You can win everything, and we're going to say, hey, no harm, no foul. It's fine. That's you're, true. You're the luckiest man That'd in the be world, very strange. Woman, and you should probably get a lottery ticket. Yeah, since you are using a bot that does all that for us, we can't cheat and make that happen. So that'd be pretty good. Yeah. Oh, all right. Center, all right. So today on the show, other than the giveaway, multiple giveaways, uh, on Heathen Dogs, Heathen Dogma, and on the stream, we have that time I got reincarnated as a slime, which I've seen a lot of stuff about. So I'm really curious for this coming up. And Wise Man's Grandchild, which also I hadn't heard of. In Garthon's well, that's because it's brand new. Oh well, that would be why. In Garthon's comic poll, Garthon, that's me. We'll talk about Symbiote Spider-Man number one because every week we need a new number one. Ronin Island number two, and Avengers No Road Home number nine. Not cracking double digits this week. Not on Garthon's comic poll. Only the freshest of comics. Well, I can't think of it. All right. And in the RNG, we're talking about video game censorship. Is too sexy? We will find out. Speaking of too sexy, let's talk about Gar Let's talk about... I say Garthon. Well, you know. <laughs> let's talk the Legion of Myth. Saturdays, 8 p.m. Central. You're watching right now if you're live. If not, you're watching whenever you are. It's true. A special thank you to our current top subscribers. Our April Top Twitch subscribers, look at these fine folks subscribing through Twitch, making life better for everyone involved. We thank you very, very much for all of our subscribers. And every month we have a subscriber-only giveaway. That is actually happening today! Donations through pay and patrons, thank you very much. Streamlines donations, Baldhar, always the star, Pickweed, George in Space, thank you. Cheers through Twitch, Zahn is always the hero there. Good golly, Zahn. We love you, we love you. Twitch gift subscriptions. Zahn at 109. Holy moly. April patrons, Brian Hicks, still 24 plus months. Sheris it over a year. And Aaron Matthews, thank you very much for being a Patreon. We do appreciate all of it. Our current goals uh, in Twitch, we're trying to get 1,000 subscribers up to 814. Thank you very much. Uh, wait, that's followers. Huh? Up to 1,814. Uh, subscribers, trying to get 100. We're down 13 to 81. That's okay. We're close. We're getting there. We appreciate all of our subscribers. Our YouTube subscriber goal is 2,000. We're up to 1,013. And Patreon, we're stable, and we're happy with that. And uh, we do appreciate all of it. Encourage all your friends to join us and uh, for more nerd subjects and such. Elgar says, "Elf subscribers know to live for long to have fruitful lives." And outside of it, according to a not so well funded and very biased study, very true. I've heard the same thing. <laughs> very well funded and yet very biased. I've heard that their hygiene is beyond reproach. Make sure to spread the word. For every individual goal we hit in 2019, we'll have a contest. Susp <laughs> for some reason, Rachel doesn't believe us. Is specifically for that venue will happen. Twitch is very close to that, very still. We have a very special goal. If all four goals are held and met for three months, we'll have a giveaway with at least $1,000 from prizes, more growth, more prizes. And that includes special stuff like custom computer stuff from Heathen Dog and a custom here epic portrait by Garthon. 
acrylics on canvas for you. Uh, tell everyone, family, friends, friends, family, nerds like you. I've been living in the South. Brands. Brands. <laughs> Social media, retweet, like, follow, subscribe, count, let us know. We have over 200 family-friendly episodes of at least with weekly live stream. Um, so, so that gives us about seven that aren't family-friendly, but don't watch those. Yeah, Actually, don't watch, like, the first seven episodes. Don't do that. Yeah, it's probably a bad idea. Yeah, really. If you want to see a lot of me by myself, look around the 80s. Uh, yeah. I think that was, like, me alone for, like, a year. Uh, yeah, I, I, I actually watched the first episode. I almost didn't join this, cro this show. I yeah, I wouldn't blame you. We got comic reviews. We got anime reviews, tabletop reviews, nerd topics. We got it all. Like, are streaming every day with soda content? He's not streaming with Passify. Garthon's doing stuff, too, sometimes. Join the Legion and spread the word. Join us on Discord. Watch us on YouTube. Get our gear. Shop.spreadshirt.com. Follow us on Twitter at Legion with. We'll teach you back. And watch us live on Twitch. The best way to interact with us. We are currently in the Fox Subscriber Giveaway episode. Happening right now. Every five subscriber entries activates up to three $25 Amazon gift cards. Five entries, one card. Ten is two. And you can guess the next one, kids. Well, That's you right. Know what? I, you know what? There's only 19 people here, but if we get 20, I'll get four. Wow. Oh, okay. Whatever. All right. Whatever. All right. That's heroic. So spread the word. Let find one more subscriber. Get him in. Get him to join. And in Gen Con 2020, Legion Myth is going to be there. We want you to be with us. Ticket registration is in January 2020. Activity signups are in May of that same year. The event happens August of 2020. We know it's early. Start planning now. Save that coffee money. Skip the latte. Join the Legion. Choke down that instant coffee. That's right. You know, Folgers and a percolator was good enough for your grandparents. Oh, they were angry every day. But they saved up for a house. You don't need a house, you need Gen Con. Upcoming activities. International Tabletop Day is 1st of June, 2019. So play a tabletop game with your family, friend, or stranger. That'd be nice. You can send a picture. Send a video to Legion Myth. We'll talk about it on our channel. It'd be fun. I might even play a game. You never know. <gasps> Madness. I don't play games. Here's our streaming schedule. Elgarian, all the time. Heathen Dog, soon to be all the time. Garthon, not all the time. There you go. <laughs> Very succinct. You know the schedule, kids. We're always happy. All right, let's just do it right. All right, we all know Elgarian stream Shroud the Avatar Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Uh, sometimes on the weekends, all depends. Elgarian does rock. Uh, so also on the evenings, uh, he has various games he plays. Uh, Shred the Avatar, Strata Godline. Usually that's at 6.30 p.m., so join him for that. Heathen Dog, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m., is going to be doing a StarCraft 2 PvP ladder on his channel. And so you can watch that as well. Sometimes it'll cross over. Depends what Algarian's doing. Thursday is 8.30, 9.30 Central. He does Strata Godline with Heathen Dog and Garthon and Algarian. And Saturday, he does the live stream right now. 9 Eastern, 8 Central. Garthon, Sunday is going to be retro console games at 9 p.m. Central, 10 Eastern. Uh, actually started with a remake on the PS4 with Legend of the Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel. I'm mostly through the game, we're at the dramatic part. And okay. on Thursday, we're going to start to go We talked about that Saturday live stream. There we go. I actually talked about the whole thing. Yeah, it's good. Kind of. So, remember Max Leo, our intrepid commissar. His Earth Nine Disciples and Adept's Thief is now available on YouTube. He's also in Swordmaster, Western Pollutions, Beastmaster, Warrior, and Nethermancer. Next is Scouter, Ao Sailor. A lot of positive feedback on that. A go-to for the Earth Dawn community and actually endorsed by the game creators themselves, which is really awesome. We're very pleased with that. 
Uh, he has Mutant Year Zero, Year Zero unboxing. Very cool. And he will sneak into the 18th of May Legion of Myth Weekly live stream if we get 100 subs or 1,000 follows. Yep. Yeah, he, he wants to be in on the uh, on the milestone giveaways. Uh, see, I might be absent that day. I think well, I feel that'll like, be good then. I feel a cold coming on. You feel a cold coming on. <laughs> so mean. Here's our rating system. He's mean to me, and I'm delicate. This Just rating system is important for today. Yes, rating system is very important for today. Very important. So half a star is horrible. So worst of the worst. We can't get zero stars. If it exists, it at least gets half a star. Yeah, technically it, it is something. So, someone someone crapped on a screen and gave it to us, and it's technically something. Brain Larry says. Then again, so is is Final Fantasy X2 Ultimate Retro yet? Yeah, definitely, it definitely is. Mark Hawkman. I'm sorry. <laughs> it hurt my feelings when it it hurt my feelings when I started hearing uh, Pearl Jam on the oldie station. Like, wow. Okay. <laughs> um. But oh Final Fantasy VII is being re-released on the modern consoles eventually, but it's not even a remake. It's just inspired by, essentially, at this point. It has nothing nothing in common with the original. Garth's rating system. Three bad, four everything else. Ouch. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Ouch. my rating system was was either four or I didn't read it. <laughs> All Ooh. right, so one is very bad. Very, one is very bad. One and a half, just bad. Two is poor. You only need if you're a fan. Two and a half, that's average, you know. I'm not going to judge it. I'm not going to judge too hard. Three is above average. That's not bad. Three and a half is good. Like, hey, you should watch this. It's not bad. Four is very good. Top tier presentation, like most comic books. I don't write too many bad books because I don't want to read them. Uh, four and a half is something that's amazing. Just short of perfection, and five is extraordinary. One percent are flawless. Absolutely amazing. I've seen screens that are remakes except Final Fantasy is weird since the only graphics were improved though it's supposed to be high def. Well, Marhawken, I don't know, everything I've seen of Final Fantasy VII, everything is completely changed. I mean, the game's not even the same. It's now it's no longer, it's now an action RPG. So it's not even what it was. It's mm. completely different. Yeah, got it. Yeah, they could have just done an HD remaster years ago and everyone would be happy. All right! Woo! Welcome, welcome! Hey, Alphane, thank you very Thanks much for being a Legionnaire. Yay. Rock out with your Spock out, my friends. Garth will need photographic evidence of a zero star so we could take pictures of black holes. That's true. They did that. They did that. So, yeah, there, there, there is a picture of something that would be zero stars. That is true. Literally, it's not a star. It is. It makes zero stars. <laughs> yeah. That's what it does. Disclaimer. All right, let's all calm down. Let's all join in one. And remember... That the opinions expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire vast, powerful, omnipresent Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasional use of foul or even offensive language or ideas. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. <gasps> oh my gosh. I forgot to do something. Do you leave the ovens on? No, just uh, my little bring up, uh. Bring up the text. Yeah, my little doodad with your text on. I forgot to bring it up. That's okay. That's okay. We're gonna start with this. <clears throat> heathen dogs, heathen dogma, and heathen dogs anime on the stream brings you the finest reviews in anime, coming to you live now. Heathen Dog is an anime enthusiast for many years who has honed his skill in defining what a good or poor anime is. So please, join Heathen Dog 
and learn to be one with his opinions. Lo, my friends, I say unto ye, the very stars themselves have sunk from the sky, and we have found photographic evidence of the proof of black holes. I say unto ye, these are the end times, my friends. For when all darkness is upon us, when the lights are struck from the sky, when all that is left is the singularity of faith that has drawn us all into one, when the heat death of the universe comes, and even the atoms themselves fail to move, a single tear shall roll down the face of the gods, and at that time they will breathe a sigh that will turn into the song that ends the universe and says in the letters written in fire. Heathen Dogs, anime on the stream. Wow. God, now I, now I gotta do better. <laughs> Subscribe! <laughs> to Heathen, to Legion of Myth, and you can see Heathen Dogs wherever you wish. Oh, it's the first Steve giveaway! Oh, first giveaway! Gosh. First Steve giveaway! That's right. That Off-World is, Trading Company that, with that, that rocket was Jupiter's beautiful. Forge DLC. With the with DLC. It. And I'm gonna try and open this giveaway. Exclamation point Steam to join. Oh, it worked! It did. I restarted it. Exclamation point, Steam. Jump in right now. You're, you're going to get another chance after my first anime review. Okay? I'm going to give you another 20 seconds to come in. So, just, we're going to push through right now. But start start getting this game. It's a good game. You get a free DLC with it. It's good stuff. I like right. the rocket. That was nice. It was. It was. Maxi, I really did a good job. Oh, uh, Max did that? Yeah. I still like it. Well, our first anime is That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime. And I'll tell you right now, Max, they all love these long titles. He does. <laughs> That's why my current video game is The Legend of the Heroes, Tales of Cold Blue Steel. Or Tales of go. Cold Steel. He loves it. Now, uh, the the idea of this is that uh, uh, the main character, uh, Mikami Satoru, uh, is just a dude. He's just a dude in Japan, current day, current time, current place, this world. And he dies. He gets reborn in a fantasy world as the slime monster, which is like the lowest level of monster like ever. Like yeah, slime pretty much are the lowest monster in every game. Yeah, just just awful low. But uh, he has a friend. He has a friend that helped him out. All right, I'm gonna get to that. Don't worry, I'm gonna get to that. We're gonna look at the uh, details on this. And as you can see, it's currently running. It just finished last week. Just finished season one. So if you want to binge it. On Crunchyroll, you can see it all, even with a free account. Ooh. You can see it all, all 24 episodes right now. Actually, uh, it goes to 24.5 because the, the last episode is considered a .5 because it's more of a wrap-up type thing. So you can skip that one if you like. Fair enough. But, uh, okay, now, let's get to the main characters. Mikami Satoru. He's our protagonist. This is before his... You didn't say the account. details. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that anymore. You don't? No. Aw, that was one of my favorite parts. I know. This is before his reincarnation. All right. He's a 37-year-old man. Uh, he's middle management at a general construction company. All right. So they do, you know, general construction needs. Uh, he lives what he describes as a completely normal life. And I would describe it that way, too. You know, nothing, nothing really stands out about him. Nothing's good. Nothing's bad. He's living the middle of the road life. All right. Now, it opens up where he's meeting a subordinate for dinner. Uh, his, his subordinate uh, asked him out to, to dinner. He said, okay, sure. And uh, the subordinate wants his senpai to meet his new girlfriend. All right, because he really likes his boss and he wants his boss to like his girlfriend. So, okay, 
you know, if, if that's a thing in Japan, that's the now another thing that I hope is not real in Japan that people just snap and they run on the street and just start stabbing folk for no reason. I hope it's not a thing, but in this representation of current day Japan, it is a thing. Let's roll our first clip. Be warned, this is a little graphic. He's just like running straight forward with a knife. It yes, looks like, looks like it'd be easy just, to move out of the way. I know. He's just he's just gone crazy. He's just hoping to hit somebody. He's not even aiming at anyone. He's just running down the middle of the sidewalk hoping someone won't get out of the way. Ah, oh, the Rude Black Axe, welcome! Oh, Garion gifted us up. Oh. Thank you, Algarian, for doing it right in the middle of my clip. <laughs> now, as you can't see, he was stabbed in, in the liver. Which, with a huge knife. Yes. A huge hunting knife. And apparently right? that was so, the person he was going to go with, because he was called Senpai there. Yes. Yes. Huge knife. Now, at this point, he's dying. Rather quickly, yes. but still dying. Now... As he's dying, he starts hearing a voice. Chicago, not Japan, we're just yeah, bad people. <laughs> he starts hearing a voice. A voice that's talking to him as he's talking to himself while he's dying. You know, the, the whole random thoughts that happen when you're when you when you're dying, you know, you're you're getting lightheaded, you start saying goofy stuff yep, yep. to yourself. Well, he's doing that. And that's our clip number two. It's too hard. Back to back clips. Back to back clips. I don't want this. I said that. And the one. voice responds. Too hot? Oh. Okay. It was Garthon's voice telling you to subscribe. Elgarian made him do it. Get now he's talking about getting die. stabbed and dies. Well, the voice, has a pro voice has a deal with that, too. You don't like being stabbed? Okay. Physical stab resistance. resistance. That's fine. Very video game like. Oh, yeah. It, 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 but there's no stats or anything after this. No, which is fine. I mean, that's. Yeah. Honestly, that's like the way modern people like think about events like this. Just because it's been so ingrained. Now, this is a long clip, but I cut it down from five minutes. This guy took a long time to die. <laughs> took a long time getting his bonuses. It's true. Now, this, this predator skill is very important. Along with the next skill, which is, uh, which is his sage skill. The great sage? Yes. That helped him know stuff? All stuff. Oh, wow. That is very useful. Yes. Alright, and then he is reborn as a slime. Well. And here's a picture of him as a slime. He has a new name, Rimuru. Left his old name behind. He has all the memories of his past life. All of oh, them. Oh, wow. Just happened. That's creepy. He was he reincarnated, he died in the real world and opened his opened his non existent eyes here. Alright. Now, that voice in his head was accommodating all of his dying wishes. That's why he became a slime. Slimes are immune to heat. Slimes are immune to cold. Slimes regenerate. Slimes don't feel pain. Slimes uh, have 90% uh, damage resistance to physical damage. So stab resistance, you know, stuff like that. So he <laughs> Raven, has all... What's that? Raven says, just sitting there wondering when the stream is going to start. He's like, what anime is this? Okay, never mind. Yeah, he realizes what it is. There you go. Now, he has two very big differences on top of being a slime. This, this, is, this is what makes him stand out. The Great Sage skill, which gives him complete knowledge of everything. Everything in this new world of his. He has complete knowledge of it as long as he asks. As long as he knows enough to ask. Like, what the heck is like that? Like he asks himself and he just knows? 
yeah, he'll say, what the heck is that? And then the, that voice in his head that, that oh, okay. he just saw will answer him in a detailed way. That's convenient. Yes. It also allows him to analyze things that he uses his predator skill on. His predator skill is he completely encompasses uh, an object or a living thing. Engulf it. Absorbs it and gains its abilities in return. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. It's super nice. As a matter of fact, I got a clip of him doing it right now. This is him practicing his predator skill. He's in the water. He's in the water. He's absorbed some water, and bam! Now he, can, he now has water skills. As a matter of fact, he, because of his great sage ability, he's able to instantly pair up skills, merge them together to create extra skills or unique skills, which are much more powerful. That's very handy. It is. Ah, giant dragon. Black serpent. Sorry, Black Serpent. Dies. <laughs> Cuts its head off. And then he engulfs the whole giant it. thing. That's right. Sure, sure. Absorb it to gain its abilities. <laughs> I can't taste these. Just a little... Yeah, the idea of... of it just least. ate a I giant understand. snake. Yeah. And of course, next one is... Oh, what? You stopped? You stopped it? I didn't stop it. It just stopped. Oh, crap. Okay, well, there was more. There was more. He uh, he also he also ate uh, an, an armor, Armorosaurus. Guess what that does? Gave him armor? Gave him armor, yeah. But he also he also ate a uh, uh, evil centipede. He also ate a spider. He also ate a bat. Oh. Giant spider and giant bat. It gave him the ability to now speak. Because the, the the bat had an ultrasonic organ, he's able to speak now by recreating that organ inside his body. And the the bat gave him a kind of uh, also a kind of enhanced sight, kind of like a daredevil type sight. Oh, I like so that, yeah. yeah, so that that worked out really well. Now, in exploring the cave, he also found a dragon, which is the next level. Yes, Veldora looks a little sad. Well, he is sad. He's trapped. Now, he's one of the four true dragons of the world. There are only four real dragons in this world. He's been trapped in this cave for 300 years. Now, what happened was he accidentally burned down a major village. Well, that happens. Well, these things happen, right? And then a hero comes out of the woodwork, fights him, and puts him in a magical prison that sinks him under the ground. And this magical prison is very special. It, it fuels itself by draining the magic from the occupant. So mm. being a highly magical creature, a dragon, he can't escape it because however strong he is, the, the barrier is just as strong. And it is slowly draining his life. Uh, at, the, at the point where we find him, he has about 100 years left of magic in him and then he's just going to die. Now, uh, Rimuru and Veldora became friends because... The dragon is lonely. He's been with nobody. He's been all alone for 300 years. And even talking to a slime is like an amazing thing to him. <laughs> right? When you're, so when you're lower to that level. Exactly. Lower to that level, that's how it works. Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to take a break for a second and just to let you, uh, exclamation point Steam will enter into a free game giveaway. If you're new, if you're brand new, you just came in, that's what you do. All right, now, Ramiro had an idea. 
right? Now, the dragon can examine the, the prison from inside, but his powers can't reach outside. But if he were to use his predator skill and absorb the entire prison, he could use his great sage ability to analyze it from the outside. Fair enough. And they could pool their pool their intelligence, pool their pool their abilities, and get him out eventually. And Veldora says, "Hey, that's a great idea." So he absorbs the prison, and he starts analyzing it, and he goes to make his way out of the cave because he's, you know, killed all the creatures in this cave and uh, absorbed all the magic rocks and all the healing herbs, and well, there's nothing left in here, so he leaves. Yep. Yeah. What does he leave to? He leaves to the new world. All right. Now, I call it an antagonist because he's a little slime. He's not the hero? The whole world's against him, basically. Now, uh, he discovers outside is a medieval fantasy world. He gathered that much from the whole magic and dragon. And the big dragon. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was a big giveaway. But uh, he ventures outside, and he finds a medieval fantasy world with monsters and humans. They both live here. Now, humans and monsters don't... Uh, super hate each other, right? Like, in a lot of fantasy worlds, uh, all humans kill all monsters all on sight, and all monsters kill all humans on sight. It's not like that here. A lot of times. A lot of times it's, it's not like that. that. Uh, monsters also gather in tribes, and they they stick to their own. You know, when if a human comes by, they may or may not attack it. Same thing goes for monsters. You know, humans gather in tribes, and or cities, or villages, and whatever, and uh, kingdoms and such. And if a monster wanders by, they may or may not attack it. it it's not a thing. But uh, since he's a slime, he decides not to approach humans because he's a slime and humans have no... And it, other monsters have no respect for slimes, let alone humans. They're, they're, for, for humans, slimes are like practice monsters. Probably a good idea. Yeah, so he stays away from that. Now, when he leaves the cave, his first encounter, he finds goblins in a goblin village that's being attacked by dire wolves. And these goblins are weak, and they ask him for help. Now they're at, he's if you're like, asking you a asking slime me? for help, you know you're in trouble. Exactly. Like, what are you asking me? I'm just a slime. And they're like, No, your 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 aura is leaking all over the place. You're you're a major monster. See, what he didn't realize was, as he absorbed things and got and got stronger, his aura got bigger and bigger and bigger. And now he no longer has the aura of a slime. He has the the aura of of a high level monster. So he's like, Oh crap. Uh, I better stop that. So he, he asked, he asked the, the, the great sage how to stop his aura from leaking. And the great sage tells him and he does that. Okay, good. Now that's done. Uh, you want me to do what now? Oh, uh, we would like you to defeat the dire wolves that are going to kill us because, uh, it takes about 10 of us to have a chance to kill one dire wolf. And there are about a hundred dire wolves out there. Yeah, there's a lot there's of dire only wolves. six. There's only 60 of us left. So you do the math on that one. He's like, wow, that's bad math. Okay. All right, I'll do it. So he does it. He does it very easily. One would think. Oh, yeah. Uh, he uses his uh, sticky thread that he got from the spider to trap the leader. I, I would have showed it, but he cuts off his head with the, uh, with the uh, uh, water slice thing. So uh, it's, very, it's very, very graphic, and I had enough graphic in the beginning. So, but uh, they, 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 they take him as, as, as their patron. They, they call him the Great Ramiru now, and, and make, make him leader of the village. And so he says, "Okay, well, the first thing you gotta do is uh, learn how to wear proper clothes because you guys are dressed in rags. You gotta 
be able to build buildings because you guys are barely in huts. And you gotta learn to farm because you need food, man. You, this village cannot grow unless you have infrastructure. And since he used to be a general contractor, he knows how this all should be. So Very he nice. starts he starts building them into an actual society, which is great. Now, uh, the actual antagonists for this world are demon lords. Now, they're some of the most powerful beings in the world. Now, they're, they're not demons, all right? Every monster and human in this world goes through evolutions. As you get stronger, as you get more experience, you evolve. And monsters, at the pinnacle of evolution, evolve into demon lords. They're not evil. They just have massive amounts of power and not accountable to anything. All right. And you know how that turns out, right? You know, you, you give someone yeah, they all get the power all in the world and no rules, they usually turn into D-bags. And that's yeah. exactly what these demon lords turn into, just D-bags. You know, they have schemes and plans just like, you know, just, just to keep themselves busy, you know, because they're bored most of the time. Uh, most of it is causing chaos in, in lands just for funsies. And uh, none of this is in line with Ramirez's plans, which is create a stable monster society that is friendly to humans and monsters alike. Right. You know, help everybody get along. That's his that's his main goal. Sounds that, good. That's what he's trying. Yeah, sounds like a great goal. Now, uh, there's lots of stuff going on. I'm not going to get into it. What I'm going to say is I'm giving it five stars. Now, oh, this my is, God. This, yeah, I know. You that's like that. your first ever five star. No, no. The last time I gave five stars was in 2017. Yeah, it's certainly been a while. And that was Assassination Classroom. Oh, that's right. Now, yes. Rock says this guy is the slime is far enough to morph into a demon lord. Then, the yes, yes, he could. He can evolve enough to go to a demon lord. But halfway through the series, he meets a demon lord, and he's like, "Why would I want that kind of hassle?" <laughs> Sounds like what, it sucks. What What's so fun about being a demon lord? Well, people come in and attack you all the time, and they, they, and they fight you. It's fun. Mm, I get that. Yeah. I get that a lot. No, I'm good. Thanks. Yeah, that's fine. But. Uh, the reason I gave it five stars, the story is great. I mean, uh, it's it's structured extremely well. There is no out of left field like, where did that come from? Nothing like that. Everything has a logical progression. Whether you see it coming or not, you're like, oh, that makes perfect sense, which is a great story. The characters are excellent. It has to be character driven, character and story driven. This thing has to be character and story driven, and it's done very well. All of the characters are fleshed out. Every single one. Main characters, supporting characters, characters you see once or twice, they come back later on and become proper supporting characters. It's great. There is no one wasted. And the dialogue between the characters is realistic. None of this, uh, oh, I have to go and sacrifice my life to, 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 save, this, to save this little child. Why? Nothing in your character up until that point suggested this is something you do no none of that everything that the character says and does is in line with what the writer has already had them say or do Very and if cool. there are changes it's because of something in the plot that changed it and it makes sense the action is good as you, you saw from the clips where he cut off the head of the serpent you know the action is like that you know there, there's there's a little bit a little bit of blur just because he's a slime you know, and when, when, when he moves, he actually does stretch out. Yes. That's just because that makes laugh. sense. 
Yeah, makes sense. He's elastic. But uh, all of it is crisp. All of it's clean. I like it. And all of the characters are relatable. Even the bad guys. They're written so well, you're like, yeah, I got to get behind this guy. You know, like, like he's, a, he's a bastard, but yeah, all right. I get him. I get him. It's great. Now, the only bad part is what makes the story and the dialogue and the characters so important. The main character is overpowered. <laughs> but that was the same in Assassination Classroom as well. It was the same in a regular Magic High School. I gave those four and a half and five stars because the story, the characters, and the dialogue were so strong that it can accommodate an overpowered main character and loses nothing. I love anime like this. I love it. Five stars, definitely. I highly recommend you go to Crunchyroll. Free account. You can watch all the episodes now. Go ahead and do it. Well, not right now, because right now we have to give away our off-world trading company. Now, remember, I'm going to give you 20 more seconds. Uh, Exclamation point, Steam. To join. Sorry, what? I said to join. Yes, to join. To get on this giveaway, join up with this giveaway. Exclamation point steam right now to get in on it. Now. Do it. You have fifteen more seconds. Then I'm then I'm gonna give away to the win and then the winner winner chicken dinner. If it's not you, then hey. Then hey. say congrats or don't don't be me. That's right. We Whatever. will not feel bad at all. Nope. And closed. Alright, let's see who won. Who's gonna be the winner? Who's gonna be the winner? Serial Noob! Serial Noob is the winner! Congratulations! Serial Noob, go ahead and whisper to me, and I will whisper you your game key. Yes, whisper it to the Heathen Dog, not to to the the Legion of Myth. Not not to the Garthon, to the Heathen Dog. That's right. And I will give you your game key. Oh, look at that rocket go! That was cool. Congratulations. That was worth waiting for, the rocket go. It was worth waiting for. Alright, now, our second anime. Wise Man's Grandchild. Now, I picked this anime for two reasons. One, it has the exact same setup as the previous anime. It's a guy who dies in the real world and gets reincarnated in the fantasy world. Fair enough. My second reason is because episode number one just dropped. You can get in on the ground floor right now, and it's on Hulu. Oh. So you can all watch it. All right? Now, the, the premise is pretty much the same thing. Young man dies dies in a, in a car accident. No, he wasn't stabbed, obviously, but he dies in a car accident. He gets reincarnated into the body of an infant. So he grows up in this world, but still having all the memories of his past life. Now let's look at the details. Now we're looking at the details. As you can see, the first episode was April 10th. Three days old. When I say ground floor, I'm not kidding. (laughs) Season just started now. One episode, and you can watch it. On Hulu. Now, let's talk about the name, the main character. The main character, right now in the beginning, he has no name. Fair enough. He's nameless. They don't, they don't give his human name. They don't even animate him properly. This is the best. This is the the best screenshot I could get of him. Just because he's it's not important. It's just kind of a memory. It's not important. This is just background. His old life is not important. This is just set up for the for the real story. <laughs> Everything else was him behind, him chest down, walking, his feet, whatever, his hands, doing something on a keyboard. That's all you get. This is the best picture of him. Now, everything about this guy is unimportant. I agree with Baldahar. My grandchild would be a magical cat girl. That's awesome. That's very true. All right. 
Now, everything, like I said, everything about this guy is unimportant. He's a textbook junior editor. Uh, he he uh, he does science textbooks, which which is important for later. But that's what he does. He does science textbooks for uh, middle school children. Very exciting. Yes, he has no family. He has no close friends. He has no girlfriend. He is nobody. If he were to disappear, no one would care. Aww. Then he gets careless, and that's when we see our clip number one. I changed slides because I thought we were, that's where we were going. All, All right, clip one. Walk, don't walk, don't walk. Oh, aggressive driver. Hey, dumbass. Yeah, I had to mute it, but he is honking up a storm. This guy's a super aggressive driver. Yeah, bam. And then he wakes up, and he's being held by an old man as a baby. Aww. There you go. All right, now, now it it starts off in the first episode, which is the only episode out, uh, where it, it gives little snippets of him at different ages up until his age of adulthood, which in this world is fifteen. It starts off at age eight, where he is a magical prodigy. He takes to magic like duck to water or whatnot, and he's raised by the man that found him. the The old man, obviously, also skilled in magic, who you saw from the clip, uh, has taught him this. He calls him grandfather. All right. Now, they live in a remote forest. They don't really... They're, they're pretty self-sufficient. They don't need to go to town to do anything. They just... They hunt for food, and they have they have a farm for... Uh, a garden for vegetables, and uh, using magic, you can make pretty much anything you need, so they're covered with that. He has all of his memories from his past life, like I said, hmm. but he's acclimated to his new life very well, so much so that a lot of his old life is just forgotten, or he doesn't care about it anymore. Yeah, his old life wasn't that great, so... Yeah, his old life wasn't that great. This life is super exciting. He's really happy about the magic thing. He really likes it. And then we skip over to age 10. Now, at age 10, he starts training with a, with a swordmaster. His, his grandfather uh, has a friend who, who is skilled at the sword, so he starts training Shin, which is his, uh, Shin, Shin Wolford is his name in this world. He starts training him in sword fighting, and he's really good at that as well. And at 10 years old, his grandfather introduces him to demons because it's important that he he defend himself from these things because they live in the forest. It's a wild forest, and demons happen. Now, uh, demons are the are the beings uh, is, is, is a beings that killed his current incarnation's parents. He was the only one left alive in that wreck, and uh, grandfather surmised that because of the rain and the the, the cold rain that. Shin's body temperature was so low that the demon couldn't sense him and went away after eating his parents. So, uh, Human Dog, you have a question. Oh, what's this? Did you ever watch Dragon Half? I did not. I did not watch Dragon... I knew I... Damn. I he's knew I, he's I writing it down it. right now. Is that on Is that on Hulu or is that on uh, Netflix? One of the main antagonists was a slime half. Oh, weird. Oh, sweet. Dragon Half is an older... Not that old anime. I know I've heard not of it. Old. It's older. Okay. And Bella says everyone likes magic in a young girl's heart with the music. It's like 20 rigid. years old. Yeah, that's pretty old. All right. Uh, so his grandfather teaches him how to locate demons. Valor says he watched another title of Dragon Hit. <laughs> but if he mentions it, he'll get a timeout. Another five-minute ban. Yeah, we'll get it. Excuse me. And so uh, his, his father teaches him how to sense uh, demons from far away, and he does. 
He's like, oh my god, no, we, we, we gotta stop this. He's like, uh, Shin, I think you need to... No, no, we're going now. And Shin just starts running. He's like, ah, damn. Ah. So they run, right? Run after him. Finds the demon. Shin goes, oh, nope, this thing's gotta go. Pulls his, pulls his short sword and attacks it. And kills it swiftly. Nice. Cut off his head in one blow. Grandpa's like, uh... Guess we can go with that. Okay. Uh, and he's like, Grandpa, what's wrong? Did I do okay? No, you, you did great. You did super job. All right. <laughs> then it skips over to his, his age of ascension, which is uh, age 15. And by this time, he has become an expert swordsman and an experienced mage. Now, because he is considered of age, now he has to figure out what he wants to do with his life. Well, his grandpa says, well, he'd probably be a really good demon slayer. No, and yeah, yeah. All of the people that were at that were at his party, uh, his, uh, his 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 grandpa's friends uh, and acquaintances uh, that he calls uncles and aunts and stuff like that because they all grew up with him, are like, "What do you mean, demon slayer? What are you talking about? He doesn't need to be a demon slayer." No, 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 no. I'm going to show you something. I, I, I taught him something. I, I think it'll come in handy. And this is our next clip. They're all saying, yeah, he's not going to be a worthy fighter or something. It's like, oh, the reason we came here is because I didn't want any anything to get destroyed. When he shoots off the spell. Now, this is where his science textbook knowledge comes in handy. That shows how to mix the elements better. Yes. He can create... Uh, elemental magic so much better than everyone else because he understands the science behind it. Now, this causes all of his grandpa's friends to freak out. <laughs> in a good or bad way? In, a, in an oh my god way, like good and bad, because they have never seen anyone cast a spell like that ever. Ever. So they're all worried about him now. They're all like, okay, so we go to the next slide. Everyone starts freaking out. He's so powerful. All of his grandpa's friends are like, what did you do, man? Why did you teach him things like that? He's going to destabilize regions because he exists. I mean, it's it's like a, a t- taking a, 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 a Sherman tank into, into the Civil War. Everyone's going to want it. Whoever has it's going to win. So they're like, okay, okay. Uh, Doug says, we well, nothing for it but to conquer the world. <laughs> well, nothing for it but to conquer the Exactly right. Serial News says, what did I win, Isaiah FK? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so everyone, everyone's like, uh, okay, we got to figure out what to do. And Shin's like, well, uh, I've never been out of the forest, so I want to go to a town. It's like, you remember the forest? No. Everyone, look, everyone looks at his grandfather. You never took him out of... Oh, no, I guess I taught him everything but common stuff. But, you know, what's outside the forest? <laughs> yeah. So this makes him super naive about the entire world. He's lived in it for 15 years, but he's basically a bumpkin, right? He knows nothing about, about the politics, social structure, etiquette, anything about this world he was reincarnated into. So he's going to be easy prey for either a con man or... Or a manipulative woman, or, or or an evil minister of justice, or whatever, he's going to be just taken advantage of. They're like, oh crap, 
Well, uh, his 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 grandfather's friend, his uncle, decides that well he needs to be enrolled in the school in my country, the the magic school in my country. It it's not controlled by by me, but it's it's its own separate entity, so he'll be safe from any country's control. And Shin's like, wait a minute, um, your country? What are you talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm I'm the king of the neighboring <laughs> country. What? Because Grandpa's the king. No, no, no. Grandpa's friend is. The oh, king. okay, fair enough. All right. Like what? And then and then yeah, you didn't notice that whenever I come here, like once or twice a month, uh, I have these bodyguards. Bodyguards? I thought they were your family. No, these are my royal guards. <laughs> no, I don't like them that much. And then and then he, and then he he looks over at his sword teacher, and he's like, "And who are you? Oh, I'm 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 retired." Retired from what? I used to be the knight commander of his country's military. <laughs> what? It's amazing all these and big he, powerful he goes, people. He goes around the table, and it's all famous people one after another. Uh, the 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 merchant friend of his grandfather's, it actually owns the the largest uh, mercantile company on the continent. Those are helpful like, people to know. How do you know all of these people? How is this possible? And then he says, oh, you remember that story I told you where I killed a demon once? Yeah, well, it wasn't just any old demon. And uh, at the time, it was in his country, he was the crown prince, and I saved his life. See, grandfather, his real name is Merlin Wolford, is a master mage, retired hero, and a premier demon slayer. All right? Uh, a powerful human-form demon attacked, his, attacked Shin's uncle's kingdom when he was a young prince. And uh, he went to go fight this demon. This demon destroyed an entire town. Not a village. A town. The second largest town in the country. Dozens of warriors and mages were thrown against it. All of them slaughtered. Merlin and his partner, who happens to be his grandmother. Uh, uh, Merlin's old girlfriend still hangs around. And you know he uh, Shin calls him calls her grandma. Uh, took it out just like that, and then he became a hero, and and he got all kinds of fame and wealth and power. And he's like, oh geez, I don't know about this. And that he, sounds he retired. nice. Yeah, and then after after he was done adventuring, he retired to the woods, and that's where he found Shin. So yeah, he finds out that he's surrounded by the most influential people within. I don't know, 5,000 miles of his current position. So, yeah, he instantly gets into the Magic Academy. He does all that stuff, and it's fine. Now, I'm going to talk about the antagonists. Demons. I told you I was going to explain the demons, so I'm explaining demons. Oh, I misspelled in to id. Okay, everything in this world has magic. Every living thing in this world, from a field mouse to a human being, has a certain amount of magic. That's convenient. Sometimes the magic goes out of control. It happens mostly with animals. All right. Where where animals uh they get injured, they get tortured enough, or they get in a circumstance where they where they they're no longer following their instinct, maybe they get rabies, I don't know, something like that. The magic inside them goes out of control and it goes rampant and they become demons. Uh demons have common traits. All right, they have increased strength, they have bloodlust for anything that has a heartbeat. But it's only episode one, so we don't know what else they have. But we do know from a flashback 
uh, Merlin was was fighting a human form demon. Now this is much rarer because humans have a much higher level of consciousness, so they don't go out of control as much. But when they do, being a higher life form, they have much more magic to command. Therefore, when it goes out of control, it's much more powerful. Hmm. Which is why the human form demon is a threat to everything living. Makes sense to me. Yes. Now, what did I give it? Well, I couldn't give it a rating. It's only one episode. I mean, yeah, I couldn't give it a rating because it's only one episode. I don't know. I mean, I I gotta wait till at least three episodes to see if the premise is even. They're not even finished giving the premise yet. But from what I've seen, I can give it a thumbs up. I can say you should watch it. It's Hulu. You probably got Hulu anyway. Go ahead and watch it. What I can say good about it is the setup so far. They're not finished with the setup, obviously. The first three episodes of any anime series is the setup for the world. But so far, they've been very succinct. They've been... Ooh, wow. Voice crack. They've been very succinct. They, they've been very to the point, setting up the world, setting up what happens, uh, giving you a gist of uh, how the world works. It's good. And it's, it's an interesting one. They built an interesting world. I like it. I like it. You know, it's, it's not super derivative of anything it it's a you know it's a fantasy world but it has its own particular quirks and foibles and stuff that makes it unique i like that and the main character is likable a lot of times That's nice people people mess up in writing anime and they're they absolute the tools god yep. but no the main character is likable he's not an idiot he's kind and strong which are good traits yeah, which which are excellent traits, and he he grew up well adjusted. Good good times we had. Now, what I didn't like about it is it can get a little wacky. Now, what I mean by wacky is if you've watched Naruto, if you've watched uh, 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 Full Metal Alchemist, some sometimes the characters will go off model in a comedic way. You know, like oh. Yeah like that oh. and their faces get all blocky and they'll just get a sad face and big black eyes stuff like that it happens here too i don't like it but it happens infrequently all right you know it happened in, infrequently in in full metal alchemist it happened infrequently in naruto it it is just it, it's just just the the japanese comedic punctuation mark right all right that's that's just what it's it the is. japanese rim shot yeah exactly japanese rim shot if you can if you can understand that then you can forgive it sounds nice so, but so far, thumbs up. So far, thumbs up. All right, so that's my segment for today. Thank you very much for coming by. I really appreciate it. What did you think of this segment? Go ahead and uh, put your comments in uh, into chat, or if you're watching YouTube, put it in the comments below. And what are your thoughts on overpowered main characters in anime? Now, I've given some examples, Assassin's Classroom, Irregular Magic High School, and, of course, that time I got reincarnated as a slime is another example. Uh, do you have any examples that are bad? Or do you just think the whole thing is bad? Or do you think the whole thing is good? Go ahead and throw that in the comments and chat as well. Uh, do you have any suggestions for future anime? The the I have I've written down uh, one already. So uh, yeah. And if you enjoyed this segment, please like and share it. Go ahead, you can do it. Share. You can do it. And of course, you can comment on anything uh, either in the comment section in chat or on Discord or Twitter. Go ahead and throw it up in Discord and Twitter, and I will respond. And make sure not to miss an episode of Heathen Dogs, Heathen Dogma. You follow on Twitch. You go to Twitch. You hit follow. Oh, and then you follow. Then you get notifications. Then you see that activities. You can see when they go live. And then you can subscribe. And then you're available for subscriber-only giveaways. Oh, my God. There's a subscriber. Mark Hawkman. You're amazing. 
<laughs> that was good timing, Mark Hawkman. Awesome, Mark. Uh, that's I. I... Elgarian is giving the gifts. Oh, Elgarian gave that away. So we did. That was good timing, Elgarian. So, YouTube, you subscribe to notifications, and then you'll know whenever the new videos upload to YouTube, so you can stay current that way, so you can watch if you can't watch us live. It's about more Heathen Dog, but Heathen Dog is live on the YouTube, except it's not live, but it's on YouTube. <laughs> Heathen Dog, Heathen Dog, and RPG segments, team ups, everyone to start the online, past streams, various games, and you can watch him stream Monday at 8 Central, 9 Eastern, Pacify, where the scary girl keeps getting him. We won. Elgarian and I can win. We won one time, but there's a variant ending that we're going to oh, go for this Monday. Oh, I'm yes. excited about that. I haven't seen you win yet, so I need to watch that. It's it's episode 11. Should have should have dropped by now. I'm up. I'm only up to nine, I think. So I need to oh, watch well, that. there you go. All right, so we're going to go and thank you, Heathen Dog. You're welcome. Ah, uh, and also don't forget he's going to be streaming during the day. StarCraft oh, yes. 2 versus Marvel. On my channel, twitch.tv slash heathendog. Uh, it's going to start at 10 a.m. Central. I have never, ever played against a human being in StarCraft 4. I am starting the ladder this Monday at 10 a.m. So see how I do. I've been training, but I have zero experience. Let's see how that works out. Yeah, sure, it'll be good. Oh. All right. found your missions, too, just looking. Uh, and Heathen Dog, can you uh, message Mr. Uh, Cyril Noob so he can message so he can message you back? Oh, oh, okay. I thought I thought he was gonna message me. He can't find you. Oh, well I can. This. Bam! There I am. All right. You ready to introduce the Garthon? Oh. oh, that's right. I I get to do this. That's right. Yeah. I'm ready whenever you are. Do it. Whether you are a longtime fan of comic books or someone ready to take the plunge in the comic book genre, look no further than Garthon's Comic Poll. Join Garthon live every Saturday at 8 p.m. Central on twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth. Ask your comic book questions and engage in comic book discussions with Garthon directly. Now, let's give it up to Garthon. Yes! Garthon's comic pull! Garthon buys comics, read comics, subscribe to Garthon! And the Legion of Myth, mainly Legion of Myth, also Garthon. And you yeah. will be blessed. And now it is time for the first team game giveaway for this live stream. We're giving away Second. Throne of Lies. Second. Second. Well, it's the first of Garthon. That's true, first of Garthon. Exclamation point Steam to get in on this. And I gotta give the key to our first winner. That was like the best line in the movie Elf. You sit on a throne of lies. You say it's the fake Santa. Anyway, right. Artie Lang. Didn't he die? Artie Lang, I think he did. That's sad. He was funny. Yeah. Troubled individual, obviously. So yeah, XH point Steam to join. And we're going to keep moving. Let's try and do this a little more quickly today. First up, Symbiote Spider-Man, number one. Written by Peter David, pencils by Greg Land, inks by Jay Layson, colors by Frank D'Armada, cover by Greg Land and Frank D'Armada. That's right, it's a five-part issue series where Symbiote Spider-Man, that's when Spider-Man wore Venom and didn't know it was Venom yet. Uh, the, these issues take place almost immediately after Spider-Man got back to Earth from uh, Battleworld. Uh, this issue mainly focuses on Mysterio. looks like the whole series is going to focus on him. And he kind of figures out something's weird with Spider-Man's suit. 
Mr. Spade trying to commit crimes, he actually ends up being responsible for a cop shooting someone because he tries to shoot Mysterio, but Mysterio's not there. Instead of shooting a girl, he was trying to get open a vault, and he feels very badly about this because he's not a murderer, but it's definitely his fault. Um, the art is really good. I really enjoyed the art in this. I enjoyed the style. Um, I was a big fan. I really started getting into re Spider-Man and reading Spider-Man about this time. I was a kid. That's when I started buying Spider-Man around this time period. Um, some of the first Spider-Man books I bought with my money were Amazing Spider-Man 297, 98, 99, and 300, which are big issues for Amazing Spider-Man. Um, my main issue with this is it's decently written. He's written a lot more angry than he actually was at that time period, but now he retconned it so that he was always angry then. That really wasn't the thing. My issue is why does this even exist? I guess they're trying to hype up Mysterio. Yeah, for the up upcoming movie. Yeah. For the upcoming movie. It's the only reason I can guess. Um, it's an okay story. Do I really need more Spider-Man in a symbiote suit? I don't think I do. It's a somewhat interesting story if you love Mysterio, but also think he sucks, because Mysterio's pretty much an interesting idiot this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's some Black Cat stuff, which is nice. But it's just nothing about this book spoke to me like oh I'm so glad this is here wow what a great story it was kind of like oh okay um I still ponder your existence yeah why is that even here who, who greenlit this did Marvel say you know we only have six books in current production with Spider-Man in the title we need a seventh hmm so I guess that's what they did um so I can't really talk too much about it because it's not that interesting it's not a bad book by any means. The art is really good. I really love the art. So as a result, it gets three stars. It's better than... The art is great. The story's average. I wouldn't dissuade anyone to buy it. I wouldn't say, don't buy that. Elgarish has a really unanswered question for the studio experience. Something they could possibly address. No, but they're going to make something up, I guess. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Money probably pads out. Yeah, it's not like that. It's just... I give it three stars because it's not bad by any means. It's just not great. It's okay. It's, it's above okay. It's kind of good. But why? Yeah, but it can't go any higher because there's no reason for it. Yeah, unless there's some major twist and it becomes like a surprise amazing thing. The writing's just okay and the art's really good. It's four-star art with a two-and-a-half star story. So... Ronin Island, number two, from Boom Studios. Uh, written by Greg Pak. Art by Giannis Milangianis. I swear that's not a mistype. Colors by Irma Knievola. I swear it again. That's what it says. Okay. Look we at the cover. You. We believe you. Covers believe by Giannis Milangianis <laughs> and... Stars are still up. Misiak. Ah, thank you. That's why you put all right, this is an interesting book by Greg Pak. Uh, the first issue set the story up of this island where the survivors of a massive attack on the mainland would have been living for a generation or two. The They just hint at some horrible horde that happened to the mainland, and they fled. It looks like some Japanese demons. Yes! This issue, you find out that it was a bunch of... They call them zombies, but they look like Oni to me. Yeah, they do. Um, last issue, 
dealt with a introducing the characters, particularly two children, one the son, a Korean uh, refugee, son of farmers, worked the land, and the other was the son of sorry daughter of farmers, and one was the son of the uh, the island's samurai. Um, and they're both doing their coming of age ceremonies where they have these trials after on these obstacles and them kind of coming to an understanding but they don't really like each other but they came to a bit of an understanding and then this ronin shows up on a boat and says okay tell you what the shogun now owns all of you you all must show fealty to him because the hordes are out of control and uh so you just support the shogun he needs uh, he needs far he needs food and you're farmers so you're going to give that up and they basically told him to pound sand and he's like this is a mistake. Uh, basically, they went back and forth about that. In this issue, they're like, oh, what's that coming out of the water? He's like, oh, crap. And that's when you see all the Oni show up, and they begin killing everyone. Because that's what they do. That's what they do. Uh, they basically have to dismember the suckers to kill them. And that's when the Ronin looks and says, oh, you think you're still okay? You think you're going to be fine? And they're like, yeah, we do. Pound sand. He's like, Tell, you know what? And eventually comes down to like, they're about to get in a fight when the village elder says, okay, stand down. We surrender. Fine. Fine. We're part of this. You're fake Shogun. Fine. We're part of it. Because the Shogun died. So whoever this guy claimed to be Shogun is, they're like, it's impossible. Right. So, fine. We're part of Shogun. Whatever. They're like, you, we elder. We can't. It's like, uh, it's like I have an arrow pointed right at him. Okay. So he kills me. You kill him. And then he kills the next guy. And back and forth. And they're going to send more men. And we all die. Oh, and, and plus there's the zombies. Yeah, plus there's the zombies coming. Yeah. We have to do everything we can for our island, and that means we got to surrender. we got to join with this. Uh, so this issue, they're doing that. They start building defenses for the island. These zonies keep showing up. And there's a lot of grousing about, like, now they have to give up so much of their food. They're in control. The, ro the samurai of the island are a bunch of jerks to everyone. They all hate them. And then the Oni show up again, and they kill Every single damn samurai except the captain, who's the guy with the mustache on the left. Wow. He's the only one tough enough to live. Um, and at that point, it's kind of like, they're like, well, those guys were jerks, but they actually did defend us. I still don't like them. And he... I wish they were better. Yeah, basically, Gunny <laughs> gives the speech. Some people are like, no, we, now's the time we could attack. There's only one dude left. We can kick these guys off our land. And then the... This whole time, the when the previous characters, the Korean refugee, you know, they're all waiting. You know, she's been telling how she's going to stage her attack, and and the young samurai boy's like, now, and she's like, and she starts aiding him. They're like, what are you doing? It's like, don't you understand? We have no chance against this. Our only chance is to stick together to build defenses against these idiots. This is all we have, you morons. Our island's motto is stronger together. That doesn't mean just the island now. That means everyone, because we will all die. So it, it's an interesting premise. Um, it's part Ronin samurai fantasy, part zombie, part uh, part Oni terror, and it works really well together. The art, I like the style of it. It it's brings like that watercolor Japanese style to it, but it's not Japanese, obviously. But it gives the impression of it, while still being a comic. Mm -hmm. um, the characters... Haven't had a lot of time to grow right now. They're kind of broad strokes, but I like where it's going. You still wonder, like, where the... You know these two kids are going to be central. You don't know when. You don't know if they're going to the mainland. So far, I've really enjoyed the way it's all set up. It's a pretty hopeless situation. I mean, with suck if it ends... 
the, the series has been picked up by Boom for a continuation. It's not just going to be a limited series. So I'm really curious where it goes. I really like the last two issues. I think Greg Pak did a great job. Some of it seems kind of rushed. Like, I can't really remember things. So I'll give it three and a half stars. I can be convinced to go four. I really enjoyed the book. I'm liking the way the samurai portrayed. Like, the captain, actually, he's a jerk, but he's a jerk with honor. The other samurai were kind of jerks. They're all dead now, anyway. But they did, you know, do the thing. They did what they said they were going to do. They held up their end of their bargain. So, interesting book. Interesting book. Three and a half stars. I liked it. I'm looking forward to the next issue. I will be back. I have to go to Lib's little heathen dog's room. All right. All right. Next up, Avengers No Road Home, number nine, written by Jim Zub, Mark Wade, and Al Ewing. Art by Paco Medina. Colors by Houston Subertov. Color covered by Yasmin Putri. This has been an Avengers side story where the gods, the Greek pantheon got killed, except for Hercules. Nyx came out and was murdering everyone. Conan's involved. Crazy stuff. Uh, this starts with actually uh, two teams missing, girl and rescue. I hate the name of the team girl. I never thought that was clever. Um, but it has Blue Marvel on one page. Uh, as they're kind of talking about how the power has gone out everywhere, everything's dark, multiple planets, which is something Nyx did when she took all the light from the universe. And I like seeing other heroes get involved in that. Of course, right now at the same time, the War of the Realms is supposed to be happening, so, but they're not talking about that. Anytime you bring up, uh, like, Tony Ho and Blue Marvel and those guys, I'm going to be happy. Because they're, I think they need more screen time. Uh, America Chavez used to need more screen time until she got her own book and got ruined. She needs a few years of rehab. The art is really solid in this book. They do a great, great job. Uh, I just want to use these panels. It's like they got a nice splash screen of characters and some good background. On the right, you got Hercules talking with uh, the essence of a planet called Euphoria. And you can see how, through all the different panels of the face, the character stays on model through different poses. So the arts really, artists really know what they're doing. Um, colors are very muted, because right now everything's dark, and they do a great job presenting that. Uh, everything on this At this point, the fight has gotten together. They're fighting for Nyx's last shard of darkness, so she can get her ultimate power on the planet Euphoria. And the planet basically gets up, kind of smacks her around, and stops and says, all right, all right, all right. I exist to bring you, you know, to bring ultimate happiness to people. Tell me what the hell you want. And Hercules out here actually gives a very impassioned thing about what he's been searching for internally in his life. And it's kind of nice. Um, I, I like that depth of Hercules' character they're showing there. Everyone else kind of says what they want. And, you know, most of it's not nice. You know, like Nick wants vengeance and to destroy everything. But eventually she starts giving people what they want, and that includes giving Nyx her shard so she could murder the universe, which to me just seems dumb. Like, I don't make everyone happy. It'll make you happy to murder the universe. So I'll do that for you. That made no sense. Yeah, th- this is mutually exclusive happiness. I mean, if you give her her happiness, we all lose ours. Right, I don't which I would have been okay with, except for the reason she stopped them from fighting is because it was disturbing other people and ruining their happiness. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Right. So if she hadn't said that, like, oh, well, she just, well, you're the next person in line. If one, if, if guy A comes up and says, I, my happiness is to live forever, and guy B says, my happiness is he dies now. Okay. You know, it bashes him in order. But that, you know, hasn't proven itself out. So basically, Nick goes, starts shutting down the whole universe, but 
throughout the series was getting this vision of this magic looking Victorian era style house with a door I guess it represents something they haven't been clear and she goes into it and also Conan gives a very impassioned speech because uh, Vision says he doesn't want anything because he's actually dying right now like his wife did like his daughter did and he's never felt more human now that he's dying that's all he needs and Conan just afterwards says that's crap dying doesn't make you human living makes you human everyone dies that's crap Krom, I don't care if you die Krom doesn't care if you die People, you, you need to care that you live that's not human to die animals die yeah, and he gives a very impassioned speech about that. And I really like that. You know, it's like, you know, you're an Android crap, just save it. That's bull crap. So I'd like, and so that was nice. Showed Conan's mindset of, you know, Krom doesn't care if you live, Krom cares only for the strong. And if you're saying it's human to die, that's freaking stupid. Oh, I should have a clip of the original Conan where he's praying to Krom. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright strike. The, yeah, uh, that's true, yeah. But in the end, she goes, she's killing the universe, and she sees the magic house, and she goes to the door, because I guess that's important. They, it's never fully explained. And as they're about to, and they're able to, the Avengers try to chase after her. They're able to hold it. Hercules is able to hold the door open just to crack, just to crack for a little set for a second or two, and Vision's able to phase through to get in, and then it slams shut in this dark, darkness in the entire universe. So, awesome. Vision's got to go to stop her, I guess. Um, Didn't work out the first time. How's it going to work out now? Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, this series has been weird. It's had a lot of ups and downs. Overall, I've really enjoyed it. It's been very interesting. This issue, to me, was not very good. It was very sense. much deus ex machina, where Euphoria descends on the rope and says, I stop all you fighting, and then I say you win. Aw, and then floats off, and... Oh, wait, there's a weird house with a door. And we are doing that. It's been flashed a few times. So, uh, I really like the art. Didn't like the writing in this issue. I can't get, praise it very highly. Two and a half stars. All right. I hate to just say it. Thing. I like the art. It's just a thing. The writing was kind of bad. And I was really hopeful when it began because I saw Blue Marvel. I was like, oh, I love this guy. And oh, that's what sure. we got, huh? It wasn't crap. It just went very okay. Well, no, but your expectations. Yeah, my were, expectations were, were not yeah, met. They were so, yeah, it was just okay. And now it is time for the right. first team giveaway. You have 20 Ravens, seconds. Ravenslayer and Mar Hawkman are already in the giveaway. Trying to get in twice doesn't work. That's right. Doesn't work. One one person, one vote. That's Count right. Work. We're going to give everyone 20 more already seconds. Said, nope. 10 seconds. Ten I already seconds. said 20. Exclamation point steam. 10 seconds. 5 seconds. That's right. 4, 3, 2, 1. Close. All right. Let's pick us a winner. Pick the winner. Our winner is Serial Noob again. Hacks. <laughs> Hacks. Serial <laughs> winner. Serial winner. Hacks. Wow. Okay. Sit on a throne of lies. That's he gets all the games today. Mm. So what do you think of this segment? Congratulations! I'm just kidding. Crash the serial noob. I know it's not rigged, but that happens sometimes. What do you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on Symbiote Spidey? Do you think there are more interesting stories to be told on that? Do you really want to see more prequels? Or 
guess it's an inkwell because it happens in con- oh, whatever. Uh, if you have a suggestion for future comic reviews, let me know. If you enjoyed the reviews, please share the episode. Let people know about Garthon's comic poll and all other Legion of Myth things. Comment below or on Discord. And also, don't miss an episode. You can follow on Twitch, get notifications, subscribe. You get notifications like, oh boy, now I know they're live. Or you can subscribe! And then you're available for subscriber-only giveaways, including our very special monthly giveaways where we give away money. And 100 subscribers equals more prizes, so we need more subscribers, please. YouTube, subscribe to notifications, bing, 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 and then you will know when everything is uploaded to YouTube, so you can be the first to tell your friends you saw it on YouTube. So if you want more Garthon, Garthon's comic poll, team us, start online, past ones. Uh, Sunday at 9 p.m. Central, 10 Eastern, I'm going to be playing the Legend of Heroes Trials of Cold Steel on the, the PS4 re-release. Uh, have past streams you can see on YouTube. Current is te- currently teaming up on Thursdays. We start to go online with Elgarian Heathen Dogs. So everyone catch that. It's time for a subscriber game. That's this game. Subscriber Amazon gift card giveaways right now. Yes. So subscriber only. So if you are a subscriber, Ooh. you can be a part of this. Exclamation point Amazon to join. Do it now. If you're a subscriber, 25 bucks. Every five subscribers gets one $25 gift card. Absolutely. But you have to be a subscriber to be in this. But remember, for every five subscribers. And I am going to hit the button. As many times I have to, again, serial noob could win the whole thing. He could sweep all day today. Who knows? He could get that all would the be hilarious. Cards. He could get all the games. He already got all the games. He could get all the gift cards. That's true. Know. He's entered. He's entered, so he can. He's gonna win. In theory, he could win it all. He can win it all. Everyone else hopes he doesn't. Oh my God! Already we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen people. Outstanding. All right, one more, one more person will give us three, three twenty-five dollar gift cards. One more person. One more person. That's all you need. One more subscriber to join up. Go ahead and see this RNG while while they they decide if they want to spend five bucks to. Oh, there it is. Ah, Vector Gaming's there. Now we have it. I have sixteen. Oh, jeez. Who wants to spend five bucks to win twenty-five? <laughs> Do it now. All right, RNG. It's too sexy. All right, Joe. You know we're talking about my friends. We're talking about, recently there's been a lot of censorship going on in various uh, video games. Uh, it's kind of a new trend where things are starting to change, and it's not from an ESRB or the Cero board. Um, recently, uh, Senran Kagura Burst Renewal was supposed to be released in Japan and America on Steam, on PCs, and also on the PlayStation 4. But before release, when it was sent to Sony for approval... Uh, Sony asked them to remove certain elements of the game, which have this element has been in every single other Senran Kagura game, just about. Um, now, is it revealing outfits? It's <laughs> pretty revealing. Is it? No, that's not the problem. The problem no. is actually what they call intimacy mode, which is not the game. It's a weird little section in the game that uh, I don't even honestly know why it's there. It's you could use the thumbsticks to make some little hands, and you could uh, touch a girl. It's very pathetic. Sure, but you can do it. It's not highly interactive in any way. It doesn't do anything super amazing. There, you're not gonna see anything special. Um, and, but they were told by Sony to remove that section. And 
So they put out on Twitter, uh, like, the release of Sacred Heart Burst Renewal will be slightly delayed as we remaster and move the interactive intimacy mode for the PS4 version. The Steam version will release with that mode intact and will launch simultaneously with PS4. We are looking forward to sharing the release date shortly, and we appreciate your patience. So, yeah, so it's Does not... It say why Sony did this? Sony has recently had an po- internal policy change. It wasn't advertised. They just decided they were not... They were going to... On mature titles, they were going to start pulling back on licentiousness. Okay. Which, before, Sony had been the company where you could have a little more. Um, now, it's interesting to point back this because it's been in every other game. It's a very small part of the game. Inconsequential, even. It's very inconsequential. I've played a couple of these games, and I don't do that. I don't need to. It's not. I just want to beat people up. I don't need that crap. It's, Max says it's a cartoon. Who cares if it's effective? I agree. Makes no sense. No, no real people were harmed in any way right. in the making of this video game. Um, uh, why is it an issue now? This has been happening... They've had this mode for years and years and years and years. I don't know why it's an issue now. And honestly, it's a pretty dull part of the game. You never need to go to. You never need to see it. And it's really more silly than sexy. It's really kind of dumb. I have no issue with it being pulled because I would never use this mode. It's stupid. But I have an issue with with Sonya saying, no, you can't do that, even though they had it before. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like one of the things where it's like... If you go to see a movie, you're like, wow, that's great. And then you see, oh, you didn't see it in uh, in Germany. In Germany, they actually had this scene where he went and he killed 30 more dudes. Like, why did I get to see him kill 30 more dudes? You know, you love something, and then you're told, oh, but somewhere else they have it. But they don't even have it yeah. in Japan. Uh, They're pulling in Japan. Uh, no, it's true. Yeah, uh, American TV is like that, too. Japan uh, is told sorry to get bent. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, American TV, like uh, First Wave and uh, Farscape and... Uh, uh, there's another one, but uh, in in Canada, they they got all of the cut scenes that that couldn't be shown to an American audience, right? And it was a little more risque. It was a little more that they, they showed some naked butt or side boob or whatever. Not nothing really bad. Yeah. Just you know, I when I was watching it, I was like, oh, okay, this scene flows more more easily now, right? You know, it wasn't it, it wasn't essential to the story or plot. It's just like this, yeah. But it it made everything flow a lot better right so, and okay. so this was the thing there they're, they're pulling it out and people are up in arms because they knew it was supposed to be there and now it's not and most of those people complaining probably weren't even going to use this mode anyway mm. or if they were mm. um, like I said it's not part of the Cero Cero's Japan's version of ESRB um, I actually looked up all the Cero rules before this I read them um, and there's nothing against doing that in Cero there's, you could show nudity under Sarah rules as long as you're not showing genitals or pubic hair. They're not so even any, doing that. Anything above the waist is fine. Right. Anything above the waist is fine, according to Sarah. But Sony won't allow any of that anymore. Even though on PS2 they did. PS3 mm-hmm. they did. But now they're not. Um, previ- uh, God of War showed full topless. Yeah. But now Sony say no. I don't know. And so you, you... Which is weird. So, the problem isn't Sero, it's Sony. That's the problem right there. Right. But you know what's funny? They're cutting out all that stuff where they're cutting out the, the intimacy mode. But if I want that right now, if I want to have my Senra Kagura waifu, I could do that. 
right now on the Nintendo Switch. It's on the Switch. On the Nintendo Switch, for 10 bucks right now, I could have my Senran Kagura waifu. Okay. So, why this platform and not the PS4? Or not, not, not the current <laughs> PlayStation platform? Maxis says, Sony SFSA, they'll confirm to new Western norms. Which is crap, because the Western games have to be toned down for them. So, they're... It's just Sony's leadership. Uh, Mark says, God of War's the episode of scene where Kratos has to make a bargain with Aphrodite. Yeah, in the first God of War, after, like, the first killing scene, he wakes up in bed with two uh, half-naked women, you know. Um, there's a lot of games that ha that push those areas and limits. Um, and for so when you say, oh, that's not accept they wouldn't take it in America, well, that's not true at all. And honestly, most pe they've already been releasing these games without incident or people burning them in the streets. And it's just they are trying to make some sort of point, I think. Which brings us to Mortal Kombat 11. Ooh, look at this. Another example of too sexy. Uh... There is currently controversy in the Mortal Kombat 11 that when they showed all the new models, all the men are half-naked, shirtless. You could actually get costumes where they're basically in G-strings. Um, or banana hammocks, if you've heard the term. But all the women don't have those options. In fact, they're not even in their standard outfits. They are now wearing body armor. Their proportions like have been... Legit body armor. Yes. And for Marco, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 have no nudity. That's true. But well, wait. Has, depends what you call nudity, because the they have higher part of the picture. They have. Mortal Kombat 11 has dudes in loincloths. Nothing wants you to beach, right? But the girls, they've changed their proportions for previous games. They've, you know, whatever. But they've also covered them up, and so into fake non-functional body armor to make them desexualized. And it's to the point where even a lot of female YouTubers and female gamers are complaining like, why can't I play a sexy character? You're basically telling women they have no agency over themselves. And so in the end, it's like the same idea that, oh, we're protecting people. It's like, well, no, you're not. You're like, it's very one-sided, obviously. Or it's to be just yeah, left it alone. The men? Don't it. I don't have any pictures of that. I thought I had some. Um, One Anger Gamer actually has a really good article on it if you want to go to their website and read it. Uh, Max Leo will happily link it. Yes. He smiles. The um, thing is, uh, male YouTubers tell female YouTubers they're wrong for disliking Mortal Kombat 11's desexualized females. Well, they have to say that. Male YouTubers YouTubers have to have to toe the SJW line or they get boned. A lot of them, yes. Yeah. Not all of them are, of course, but it is kind of funny when you see female YouTubers going out and saying, I want to play these other models, I prefer these other models, and then guys tell them why they're wrong. It is funny seeing that, um, especially when it's told, oh, but they did it forever. It's like, no, the guys are still very, in very sexy things that I don't ever feel. If I play a game where it has uh, over-sexualized figures, usually it's male and female who are getting it. It's like, oh, look at the figures, proportion of that woman. It's like, look at the proportions of that dude. You know, I don't have a 12-pack and giant pecs and, you know... I'm not eight feet tall. Yeah, muscles on my muscles. I yeah, I never feel bad about it. Like, they need to change that. You know, I don't play God of War and say, he, well, he should have a beer gut. You know, it's dumb. Why doesn't he have a dad bod? Kano literally wears shorts, yeah. 
Um, you know, it's very silly and one-sided. If you want to have characters with those models, make a new game. Uh, you're, you know, if all of a sudden they had Chun-Li showing up in full body armor, people would be asking, why is Chun-Li in full body armor? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Or Cammy, who wears that one-piece green swimsuit and calls it a combat suit. That's fine. You know, if she suddenly shows up in body armor, you would kind of flip out on that, too. Johnny Cage doesn't have to look like spandex. It is spandex! His Johnny Cage's original outfit was literally spandex biker shorts and sunglasses. I think he had might have boots. But that was literally his original outfit. It still has that outfit. Max is just for both. If you want to look sexy, do If you want to wear a burka, do it. I agree. And you can do that with the guys. You cannot do that with the girls in Mortal Kombat 11. No, they took away the sexy option altogether. Right, which is the problem. It's like you're telling people you are not able to make this decision yourself. We are protecting you. And you're playing a game where people rip each other's spines out. Where they pull each people's beating hearts out and crush them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. that they can handle seeing some jiggle from guys and girls. You know, that's just fine. So the question we pose is, is this a trend? I think it's a trend that has been building for a while. Um, we've seen it in other mediums, uh, comic books most notably. If you, I do think there was a point uh, around the year 2000 where some of the sexualization of characters in comic books got a little too crazy, where any female character was looked like their spines were going to crack in half. Right, right. Yeah, the, the the very first one that got that I saw that got all the media attention was Power Girl. Uh, I was even I've seen like Liefeld's characters like Glory and such. Those were ridiculous. Oh, okay, yeah. No, not right. Power Girl gets some attention, which there's actually a long story behind why Power Girl has that figure. Um, actually, it's a short story. Are you familiar with it? No, go ahead. Oh, gosh, I forget his name off the top of my head. The lead artist for Justice Society. Is it Justice Society? Yeah. Um, thought that he was being ignored by DC. All the attention was on Justice League, other characters. So, just to show, just to see how long it would take anyone in management to notice, he started drawing Power Girl with, lar with a larger chest every issue. Every issue, slightly larger. Every issue, slightly larger. And after a while, she got pretty large, and not ridiculous life field large, but got pretty large. And then, finally, DC Management went, whoa, whoa, when did you start, why is she drawn like this? He's like, oh, yeah, that's why I've decided to draw her now. She's uh, she's matured. And they went, oh, we like it, keep it up. <laughs> well, he did it gradually, so the whole maturing thing right. is so you know, he just He actually wanted them to tell him to stop. He just wanted to see when they would, someone would actually take notice of his book. He was surprised. They said, that's great. He's like, oh. So he just kind of left it there. And that's right. actually become, with Power Girl, it's actually become part of the character, where she is a very attractive woman. Very voluptuous. Very voluptuous. And that's part of the character at this point, you know, where other people mention it. So that's fine. It's, you know, it's... But unlike Liefeld, who would draw everyone, or... If you look at the way Black Cat was drawn for a while, if you look at her first appearances, she has a very normal, very athletic build, and then you start looking at how, like, Bagley was drawing her, or... Uh, who was it in 2000s? Ah. But she just started, like, 
you're like, how can you climb a rope? You, you'd be doing, have to climb like this. You, you couldn't do it, you know. So it got really bad with some of the characters. Right. And so that needed to be pulled back. That was a little too much. A little too much. Um, but I think now the comics have gotten so bad that they're, like, afraid to draw anyone with a chest. And, or, but the dudes are still fine to over-sexualize them. Oh, yeah. Mainly because guys are going to complain, I guess. The, but it's I fantasy we get it right, but it's a tendency I think you're starting to see in other mediums. Uh, video games took taste; it's starting to show up there now. I don't think videos ever hit that singularity where it was just over the top crazy. You know, uh, mainly because it doesn't. It's a lot easier to draw a comic book than it is to make a multi-million dollar video game. It has to go through so many iterations. Um, Laura Croft actually ended up large along the same scale if you've ever heard the story behind that uh, when they were originally making Tomb Raider they were having a male and a female character originally um, it turned out to be too much development so they just went with the female because it was more interesting because other games it was too much for Indiana Jones ripoffs. so they just went with the female to kind of take that stink off it take the edge off right yeah and then due to a coding error the uh, the model for Laura ended up with the chest size put to max one day, um, and the players were, and the people playing went ah this actually is a lot better now because you can actually tell it's a female and because you, we're talking about triangle chest at this point right right yeah the, and, the definition wasn't there so you had to go big to notice right and so it actually made the character seem more feminine from a distance and everything and they went, oh all right and they kind of liked it so they left it and that's how Laura Croft ended up with her figure anyway. So, the problem is when you start seeing... I, I don't have any issue with sexualizing or desexualizing the characters. Secret code for big boobs. There actually is none. Uh, Dark says, I think capitulation will benefit them if there's a reason saying sex sells. Exactly. A lot of these people are capitulating to a very small, very vocal audience who isn't going to buy their game anyway. Um... Mark says, capitulate people who don't like your work so it means less business in general. Exactly. People who like your work aren't going to do it because it's not the same as it was, or they're going to see you as a shill for people they don't like. Whereas people who don't like you are going to feel proud of themselves for having a victory and still not buy your game. Yep. Or see your movie, or buy your comic book. Whereas I said, the PS2 was yes, there was. I would debate that. There's also no nude code. There is no nude code for Tomb Raider. Sorry, there's not. There's a mod you can do on the PC, but that's different. Um, so, Indiegogo comes to try to sell better than Mainstream Comics. Yeah, but there's a whole lot behind that. Because Mainstream Comics, they're starting to do a lot of stuff like Symbio Spider-Man. Why is that even there? Look, I do number one every freaking month. Like, I could do number one every single week on the comic poll. And that, there's a lot of problems with comics right now. I love comic books, but there are a lot of issues right now. And they need to pull their heads out of their butts. And a lot of people tell them, pull your head out of your butt. But the small They're vocal... Like, no, no, push through. Yeah, the small <laughs> vocal majority... Double down on stupid. Yeah, is saying, no, you need to do this. And that's when they end up hiring a bunch of writers who never written comics before, but are favored by you know, certain groups. And then they write terrible comics no one buys, and they lose a ton of money. America. Well, how can this... I missed some coast of both a high... The number of issues were... Exactly. They'll do it occasionally, like uh, Detective Comics issue 1000 just came out, and I reviewed that. 
every story in it. I reviewed it. And that was a big deal. They're like, oh, it's 1,000. And now they're not saying that number yet. It's like, why? Or when Spider-Man hits a big issue. Like, oh, it's issue 800. Oh, now we're back to issue 3. Why? I mean, they put legacy numbers on the books. Why not just stick with that just, real number? Just stick, yeah, just stick with it, man. Uh, Come that's on. That's another topic. Whatever. All right. But uh, do, you, do you have any final thoughts upon the sexualization, desexualization in video games? Mr. Ethan Hawk. Uh, I think that uh, the companies... They, they get to do whatever they want, okay? It's, it's their company. They, they can put any caveats or addendums on their games that they want. Very they just true. better know that uh, capitulating to the few can lose sales to the many. And they're going to learn that. They're going to learn that pretty quick. That's yeah, true. Uh, Mortal Kombat was actually recently gaining a bit of a uh, renaissance. The series had basically died, and the last game actually was pretty good, and they had that crossover with DC, which was pretty good. As people are actually paying attention to Mortal Kombat again, and then they do this. So, not a smart move. You're going to lose sales. Not a smart move at all. Even people who... Even if I... I don't really care, but just the fact that they changed it bugs you to the point where I wouldn't want to buy it. You know? And that's the thing. That's the danger that they decided to put themselves in. Right. It's fine. It's fine. All right. All right. I it's now time that's... for the giveaway rolls. That's right. Let's let's count how many we got. Darkseid says it's a trend. Yes, a mistake. Yeah, but the mark will eventually correct itself. So I said ultimately in one moves in one direction. That's we are up to three. Pretty much true. three times. I'll give. Dubs Wub says, "What's the roll? We're rolling to see who wins the Amazon gift cards, my friend." Amazon gift cards. So, so Dubs Wub, you are you are a subscriber! Exclamation point! Amazon will get you into this. You could win one of or more of three twenty-five dollar Amazon gift cards. That's right. Exclamation point! There it, he is. He's in. All right. He's in. All right. We're we're still we're still in three territory. We haven't hit twenty yet. We have. Th I will give you. 30 seconds, because I'm a generous individual. Oh, nice. Okay, 30 seconds. Exclamation point, Amazon. Decide whether you want to spend 5 bucks to win 75 That's right. Most people have already been in there. we got a few spots open. we got, hey, you know what? A, 15 a seconds. More, a few more spots, it goes up to four cards. I think Zon's already in. Aren't you already in, Zon? He is in. Yeah. Everyone's just retyping just in case, because it's just been so well, long. Hey, you know what? It's 75 bucks. I get it. That's right. I get it. Three seconds. Two, one. All right, let's do it. All right, I, I gotta. Is is Zarn Mag Magnus Magnuson and Lyra Magnuson the same person? Because that would be bad. They are different people. Okay, good. All right, all right. So we are picking our first winner, and the first winner is Vector Gamer. Vector Gamer, congratulations! You win the first twenty-five dollar gift card. They're a husband oh, and wife right. team. Just like us. Oh, my pencil broke. Hang on. <laughs> I gotta write it down. I gotta write it down. Congratulations, Vector Gamer. Or Vector Gamer. Vector Gamer. This is Gamer. So. Okay. Congratulations, Vector. You deserve it. Everyone deserves it. But Vector, I can say that because you won. Okay, Vector Gamer wins one. Who wins the next one? Roll it. Mar Hawkman. Mar Hawkman. Wins. Congratulations. You better thank Elgarian right now, Mar Hawkman. <laughs> <laughs> you better thank him right now. Congratulations. I will take it Hawkman. away unless you thank Elgarian in 10 seconds. Just roll for the next one. Okay, third and final winner. 
Unless Mar Hawkman doesn't say thank you, Algarian. Say, just go. Famins! Famins! You've won! Congratulations! So, go ahead and message Mr. Heathen Dog. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead and, go ahead and uh, whisper me. I will throw out my... Okay. Hi. Okay, go ahead and whisper me. And give me your email address. And I will send them to you tonight. Absolutely. Yeah, and thanks for... Mar Hawkman has helped us a bunch to Star Trek Online. Yes, he has. An all-around great guy. Great guy, Famous. Thanks, Zahn, for the sub. Oh, see, people think he's on. Yeah, they should, because Zahn's given a lot of subs to this channel, and I am very grateful. As we all are. Everyone should be very grateful. All right, so what do you think about this? Do you have any ideas of what we could do about sexualization? Is it a problem? Is it going the right direction? Is it going the wrong direction? Do you want to see Miss Pac-Man in all her glory? Let me know. If you have suggestions for future RNG topics, let us know. And if you enjoyed it, please enjoy this. Share it. Let us know what else we could do for you. Thank you very much. All right, everyone, thank you for joining us for our monthly giveaway. Uh, make sure to spread the word. Uh, for each individual goal we get in we'll have a special contest just that venue. Twitch is so close. If all four goals are met and held for three months, we'll have a special giveaway for at least $1,000 in prizes. Oh, my God! Including special things such as Heathen Dog's special PC gear and Garthon's amazing epic portrait, acrylics on canvas of you in an epic pose, in an epic scene. So tell everyone, family, friends, nerds, social media, retweet it, like, follow, subscribe, comment. We have over 200 episodes of this live stream, four years of content, anime reviews, quality comic reviews, informative tabletop game fundamentals, and interesting random nerd topics. Elgarian streams every single day. Amazing Shroud of the Avatar content. The premier Shroud of the Avatar stream, if you're asking me, and you are. Other game, and also other games for your enjoyment and his. Why can't everyone enjoy? He the Dog streams many less plays, Pacify, and as well as... StarCraft 2 on his channel starting Monday at 10 a.m. Central. Absolutely. And got to like, team up with Star Trek Online. With the founding presentation project sadly over, and I was too dumb to change the slide. I blame Heathen Dog. Yeah. yeah, we both missed it. And more! So join the Legion. You can join us on Discord. You could watch us on YouTube. Go to YouTube, look for Legion of Myth. You can get our gear at shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Impress your friends, intimidate your enemies, find love with your Legion of Myth gear. And watch us live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Legion Myth. The audio version is available through SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, and fine podcast aggregators everywhere. We already talked about our streaming schedule. We'll talk about it one more time. Monday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Elgarian, Shroud the Avatar. Making your life better, my friend. The Avatar compels you. Shroud not yourself. Heathen Dog, Monday through Friday, StarCraft 2 PvP Ladder. Thursday, Star Trek Online in the afternoons with Heathen Dog. Garthon and Elgarian, 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern. Saturday, live stream, 8 Central, 9 Eastern. You're here live with us now. Thank you for joining us. Upcoming activities, don't forget, next giveaway is 18 of May. Gen Con 2020, take registration January, be there. Thanks, on Elgarian, Darksiders, everyone. Mar Hogman, all of our winners. Serial Noob, the serial winner. We have 100 subscribers and likes even more prizes, come on. Oh, Vector Gamer, bad. Oh, no. Really good. It's, no, no, it's good, it's good. It's not on stream. Oh, that's true. It's, it's not, not on stream, you're okay. Mover. But it's still on Twitch. <laughs> I remember, everyone. You have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great journal and novel.